Welcome to the Manager Matt podcast show. The show is designed to give you solutions to your day-to-day management and leadership problems. It's hosted by Matthew Haddock, a frontline manager and leader with over 25 years of experience. If you're ready, then let's get on with the show. Welcome to the Manager Matt podcast show, a weekly show designed for you as a leader and manager to get the results you've always wanted. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the show so you can never miss an episode and share it with anyone else who might get the benefit. Right without any more delay, let's get on with this week's show. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Manager Matt Podcast Show. I had a little bit of a technical problem there that you'll never know about, and I couldn't get the mic to work. But that's challenges in life, isn't it? Sometimes the mic works in life and sometimes it doesn't. But that's not what I'm here this week to talk about. In fact, the first thing I need to do is say, I hope you're all very well and get the results that you want through the people around you and through your hard work and diligence as a good leader and a manager. No, this week we're going to talk around how you can grow and develop your own career. Yes, that's right, developing your own career. One of the things that we all say we're going to do, we all say it's so important to develop our career. It's so important to make sure that I've got a good trajectory of where I want to get to in the future. And of course, growing the careers of people around you, developing your staff and team is just as important. But it's very important for you to develop your own ways. But of course, as so much in our very, very busy lives, we start to forget to do it. It becomes one of those things on the back burner. We'll get round to it at some point. Every year you start off in January with the idea of I'm going to set my goals with my boss, I'm going to deliver them, I'm going to update it every month of where I'm going, I'm going to do this course, I'm going to spend time shadowing this person, I'm going to get a mentor here and then you get swamped into the day-to-day things to do and before you know it, you know, you maybe have looked at it once or twice, you've probably looked at it at your six-month mark when you're thinking Oof. and then you don't really look at your development goals at all, do you? You just get on with it, you just get on with it. I mean, some are people are much better at this than others. As with anything I talk around the show, I can be quite generalised. I'm not the greatest at doing a development plan. I'm not the greatest in doing the things I should do. Others in my organisation and organisations I've worked for have been much, much better at doing it. I do sometimes think, very, very selfishly, that these people have got far too much time on their hands. But I think that's me just being a bit cynical. If we do it right, then, you know, a career development is something that you are actively looking at, you're actively pushing, you're making it happen, and it makes it feel like it's something that you're in control of, not just waiting for somebody else to leave or for a role to appear. I mean, you, you think of yourself in the linear organisation, you might come in at a base layer of the business and then you work your way up. So if you came in in a machine shop, you might be the machinist for a while. You could be a trainee first, maybe, then a machinist. And then from there, you might be the uh, the senior machinist then you might go into a team leading position then a group leading and maybe a shift manager and and you had this kind of linear that's one form of career development and others is where you're doing stuff away so you start as a a, a, someone on a lower level and you work through the ranks by uh, doing the job and then also at the side doing courses or taking on extra work and showing yourself that way around and if you're a graduate then obviously you're getting a degree qualification at the same time as you're working inside of business. So there's lots of ways of doing this. But one of the first things I'll talk about today is if you're going to grow your own career, you're growing your career. 
so all of the time make sure you're thinking of it it's my career it's great if you get a mentor it's great if you've got a champion who really wants to push you and it's great if you have people around you who are, who are singing your praises and how good you are and giving you opportunities and and testing you to get better but it is still around you and your career so if you don't put any effort in a bit like if you don't go into the gym or, or an exercise of any time if you don't put any effort into it and assume that if once uh, a year you do uh, an hour on the treadmill that you're going to be fit, then then you're not, are you? It's the same with the career. But I've also worked on this um, idea that I'm going to share with you that is, is based around the word seed. And I think by using seed, you can start to build some ideas of what you can do and how you can do it to get yourself a really good growth in your career and your future development. So what does SEED stand for? I can hear you all shouting. Well, it stands for S being skills. E, first E, obviously, is experience. The second E is exposure. And the last D is drive. So SEED is around this idea of skills, experience, exposure and drive. And by using that, I'm going to run that through. And by doing this, of course, you end up with a a career that's developed in a balanced way. Because what you're doing is in your career, you're looking forward to the future. You're looking at, you know, what am I going to be good at? What am I interested in? What can I get paid for? Because you probably do need that at some point. And what will a company need? So when you start looking at these ideas of a career, you start looking that way. Another really good thing that's maybe overlooked, you know, can I have fun with it? Can I enjoy doing what I'm doing through the years I've worked and I always remember it when I was, when I was an apprentice you know this is going back early 90s the people had been there in the company 30 40 years the company I were in at the time and I was just this young kid straight out of school at 16 and they'd be like uh, I've been here 30 years oh do you like it no I hate it hate it all oh, right yeah I hate it how many have you been, years have you been here 30 years and if you hate it all the time yeah hate it every single day still coming and you think as a 16 year I think I do not want to end up in a place where I hate it just turn up it must be soul destroying to be in that mindset now I think a lot of it is brave you know a lot of it's made up is a bit of, of a bit of kind of macho-ness because it were a very macho place and no one wanted to say they didn't like the work or or even smile very dour kind of Yorkshire place uh, and it were textiles so you could have got more traditional Yorkshire kind of thing um but yeah they were very very much like they didn't like it i think they did like it because they stay there so long i mean of course you know they needed the money they need to feed the families and they needed a pension at the end and and it were all final salary pensions back then so i can see why they stayed but there's a point that you know it's not solely about that job it's also about having fun having an interest in it and 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 recently also is there something that you can do in this de- development of your career that, that can be good for the planet because that's another important thing is to make sure that what you're doing is going to be something that's going to add value for the future. So that's around it. So let's come back to the idea of seed. So as I said, skills, experience, exposure and drive. I'll start with skills. What do I mean by the skills is, you know, what do you already know? What skills have you got? Now, this can be difficult if you're young, just coming in. And what skills do you have? If you've just left school, you might have. You might have played in a sports team. You might have taken part in amateur dramatics, played an instrument, a bit of all that. But what are they actually... Do you know what are the really good skills you can do? Now, those can build, you know, if, if you're a good um, talker, for instance, or you're athletic, complain to definitely some of the careers you do. But the skills are mostly learned. So what can you learn? 
So when you're building this idea of the S of the seed, and you may be writing this down, you know, what do I know now? But what skills can I really build on? And if I go back to the idea of what am I interested in, what, what makes it fun, that helps you build these skills. There's no point in trying to think to yourself, I'm going to be a top musician when you can't play guitar. Now you can learn it, but it's going to take you a lot longer than someone who's already learned it and got a passion for it, because it's obviously a lot easier. You know, and of course, what are you good at? So back to the idea of being good. So is there a skill that you're already good at, that you enjoy doing? That could be just working with people. It might be that you're very analytical, you can study things. So what are you good at? And that plays into what are your strengths? So what are your strengths already in this skill idea? And you're building this little um, little table, if you like, or a piece of paper that says, what skills, what strengths have I got? Where do I go? What am I good at? And what skills can I then build? So you've got this idea of your skills in there. As I said, beginning of a career you're just leaving school at 18 or come out of university your skills are going to be lower and less limited but of course this idea of switching and developing your career and growing the career means that you could take a, a check at where you are in your your skills and think well what do I want to do in the future where could I go with this so that's a good idea so the first thing you're doing you're checking your skills and then experience so these two do get a bit intertwined but experience so you know what roles have you already done and what have you understood? What levels have you been? Have you t- tried different parts of the business at some point? So these are the variety of roles that helps your experience. Then you want to look at that experience as time under tension. So in the fitness industry, they'll talk about your muscles being under tension. Well, the experience is, uh, is the same idea. How long have you been under tense tension in the roles that you've done? So how much tension have you been under? How much has it been a repeat, repeat, repeat? And that, of course, gives you more experience. Because on paper, you can have very few skills. You know, sometimes it doesn't really matter about the skills. It does when you're younger. You know, when you're younger, you do need the skills to get there. But as you go through life, you know, if you say you're 20 years into a career, they're not going to be that bothered what GCSE you got when you were only 16. They're more bothered about the experiences that you've been having. So the roles you've been doing, what levels have you worked at? You know, have you been a specialist in something? You know, it's not about age at this point. Are you a specialist? Because there's lots of um, technologies and, and modern technologies that you don't really have to be that much older. I'm, I'm always giving younger people a device and asking them to sort it out for me. I'm not that old, but I think it's easy for them to do it because they naturally know how to get into the settings and do it. And that's a part of that idea of the knowledge not being linked to the age. It's about the idea of the experience of that person. They've been with technology since they was born. Um, so it makes it easier for them. So write down your experiences. There is a lot of experiences you'll have on a CV, but on CV sometimes they can be a bit embellished, to say the, say the least. Sometimes when I interview people and I see what they say they've done on the CV and then you dig in, you realise they haven't done much of that. But the experience you've done, so you're building your experience part of this uh, the, the, the seed idea model so you've got your skills what you're good at now you've got your experiences of what you've done and this builds it into the next one exposure so exposure is around this being uh, are you a specific or a general person so what exposure have you got to people and that's around networking sometimes do you have a network of people have you exposure to different levels even though you may be really experienced as i don't know say a welder if you're in an engineering, but have your exposure to the machine shop and how they work. So have you done that? Or have you done the fitting part of it? What exposure have you got? And who knows about you? Who further up 
the the ladder in your business or the organisation knows you. Have you been exposed? Is that a chance of going and talking with people? Do you chat in the um, break area with maybe the senior manager on site or the technical managers or whoever? And that gets your name noticed. Do you volunteer? You know, do you actually push yourself forward and say, here I am. Look, it's me. You know, you want something. Not in the, look at me, look at me, look at me, ego. But, you know, have you got around there? Do they know you exist? Because... There's lots of opportunities that come around in a business and you want to grow your career. They'll, they'll think to themselves, ah, hi, I remember talking to uh, that guy and he's he really keen uh, on progressing. Or that woman, she showed an interest. She volunteered to be on that committee. I wonder if that'd be something she'd be good at. And you start looking at those ways of doing it so that you've got your people. You know, if you're not known and they don't know who you are and you're just in the background, you may be doing great stuff. But are you actually being exposed to the right level? And that means your current manager or team leader, are they sending you the right signals? Are they selling you and exposing you to that next level? So the E is around what exposure do I have currently and what can I build? And that's around looking at people, networking, maybe mentoring further up, but making sure people know where you are, know what you do, know that you're keen to go the next stage. And then the last one of this seed is about the drive. And this is something that really is important because... If you don't have drive, you can have the best skill set, you can be the most experienced. But if you don't have a drive, you don't have real drive that you want to, what do you want to do? Then it ain't going to happen. There's no point in sitting on the sideline and waiting for the door to knock. Opportunity knocks, they used to say. Well, it only knocks if you actually go and drive yourself out there. The, the number of um, stars, and it's a very loose term these days, stars, isn't it? But popular people in the musical world or in the um, in the movies, they've gone and drove and got out there and done you know, hundreds of interviews without getting a, a part and sung many, many songs without making a hit. But they've got the drive to keep going. And, you know, what are you willing to do to get that? You know, you've got to show up. You know, how do you want to, sh- to show you want it? You know, how do you show you're being drived and you want the, to get the next level? You know, and certainly sometimes what you're willing to give up because you can get comfortable in a role. You can be very comfortable in doing what you've done for, for many years that you're good at. Maybe you've had this interest in. But if you want to go to that career development, that next level or sidestep into something new, if you haven't got a drive, then they're not going to interest you. And it is very much an internal thing. You're not owed anything by anybody. Always remember that. You're not owed a thing. People don't owe you and you don't automatically get a career development. Again, you hear people saying, oh, I've been overlooked. Nobody bothers. They're all a click. People don't give us a chance. And when they've not driven themselves, they've not got out there. They've not gone, you know, it's your career. It's not my career. It's not your partner's career. It's not your mum's career. It's not your boss's career. It's your career. So if you haven't got the drive, you've got to go and drive and do that. And that is about taking the time. Time is very precious. We all know you only get so much of it, but you've got to put that in. And then when I say what you're willing to give up, that means sometimes you have to sit on your lunch break and crack the books open if you're studying. It means you're going to have to work a couple of hours without overtime on a course because you want to push and show that you've been drive to that next level. But without that drive coming from yourself, then you're not going to get this. Back to my idea of, of the fitness industry and going to the gym. If you're not driven yourself to go up, get up in the morning or go after work or whenever you do and go to the gym with a plan and work out, how can you ever going to improve? If you don't cycle your bike and just leave it in the garage, 
You're never going to get better. But the drive has to be there. The thing in your head that's got to push you, it's got to be there. And you've got to give up somewhere. You're going to have to give up sitting in front of the telly. You're going to have to give up scrolling through social media at your dinner time if you want to hit the books. But that's the idea of a drive. And that's the thing that when you're looking for people for career development, you can see that drive. And that is what's really going to make that person sit up and think, yeah, she's got, she's got what it takes to go to the next level. So that's my thoughts on how to grow your own career and development. So let's just have a quick recap. It's built on the idea of seed. And of course, from a seed, what what grows? A tree, a plant. So think of the seed is the start and it grows out. And when you're going to make your list of these things to fill your seed model, you're going to have your skills, you know, what strengths you've got there. You're going to have your experiences. What roles have you done? What time under tension have you done? You're going to have your E, how am I being exposed to people? Do they know I'm here? And then you're going to have the main D at the end, the drive. What am I willing to give up? What will I do? You know, it's yours, your career path, your future, your roles. How do I do it? So that is my idea around career development. So thanks for listening, as ever. And in my own development, I'm always keen to hear your feedback. So if you'd like to send it to managermatpodcast at gmail.com, I'd love to engage on new and old topics. I'd love to engage what you thought about the seed and the idea of this planting this to grow your career. And of course, as ever, please try to use what you've learned today in action. Get a pen and paper. Next time it's safe to do so when you're listening to after you listen to this cast and write down what your seed is. What are your skills, experience, exposure and drive? Because there's no point in doing any of this if we don't use it. Well, that's it for Manager Matt this week. Thanks for listening and goodbye. Thank you so much for listening to this manager map podcast we hope you found it interesting helpful and actionable one last thing please leave a quick review on itunes or with your podcast provider as it helps to spread the word of manager Matt. if you haven't already done so please subscribe to the podcast and if you did like anything in particular send an email to managermatpodcast at gmail.com or visit managermat.co.uk for more content feedback is a gift So let's keep giving. See you next week.